0: Hello, I'm Justin Perkins. This is Talk Junkie, and your prayers have been answered. I'm not alone today. I have other people with me. I have Goose
1: Greetings.
0: and Bowling.
1: What's it going on? Uh, uh, hello, guy. <laughs> Greetings.
2: Sorry I, uh, inter- I uh,
0: interrupted you. That's gr- That's fine. I'm just glad to have you guys on. I get tired of sitting here doing these by myself, and we're pulling, nice. pulling old man hours in the morning except for mug. Right? You know
1: I was, uh, starting to wonder if I was ever going to be invited on to talk. You know, you know.
0: no, it's not a matter of being invited. It's a matter of showing up. <laughs> I mean, I
1: mean, after all these years to finally be on here, it's just like a dream come true. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, man, I listened to, uh, episode 179. Thanks for all the kind words. And I must apologize to you for, uh making you
0: emotional you know I didn't mean to make you cry oh no that I I, that was something else completely and I don't I complained about not getting messages it did not take long for somebody to send me a message and ask me about my mental state of mind after that that uh did I need to talk to someone and that I think there's this bad misconception that if a man shows any emotion whatsoever and has any feeling whatsoever, especially towards their friends or other people, that uh, there's something wrong with them. And I, I'm not look, I, I'm I'm not uh, the super manly old uh, you know um lumberjack type of guy. That's not me. I, I'm I am emotional. If I'm emotional about something, I tell you. I'm emotional about something, and. Then, uh, if I care about somebody, I'll tell you, I care about them. And, you know, in that instance, actually what had happened was I had bit my tongue, uh, while I was doing the podcast and that had really hurt me and emotionally got me upset. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what actually was going on there. But if it had been an emotional thing where I, you know, I would have admitted it. I'm, I'm not ashamed. of Well, that I'll, stuff.
1: I'll tell you, me and me and Sally Jean Sue have the theory that, uh, you might've done some editing before actually releasing that. Cause we, we thought probably the crime went on a little longer than what it did.
0: Well, That you're just lying to me because you know me enough. No, I'm too lazy to edit anything. That's why everything gets left in me. So no saying anything you don't want heard because I don't, I don't know how and don't have the time to, to edit. This is, this is not here to chew bubble gum. This is not a professional man uh-huh. show.
1: Uh, you will be you will be happy to know that uh, I practiced all day
0: today, not not using such words. I'm glad one of us did. <laughs> uh, apparently, my shows went to the dogs anyway. So you, you'll be you'll no. be safe. Yeah, we're down. Da- the 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 only two You're people that listen yourself, the only two people that listen are on the show today. So <laughs> 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 you all know exactly what's said before you listen, because this will. I don't know. Isn't next Sunday New uh, Year's? Yeah. 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 Okay. This is the this Sunday comes New Year, so y'all are listening to the New Year's episode. I'm gonna wait and listen on New Year's. Bowling into the New Year. What
1: what year are they trying to tell us it is now?
0: Twenty
1: twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Wow.
0: I th- was. You guys covered it on on uh, here to chew bubblegum, didn't you guys cover the lost, like the lost Middle Ages thing?
2: Yeah, uh, a few weeks ago we had. Uh, I think Paul had. Yeah, it was uh Paul uh, Hatton. He's a friend of uh, Rebecca's, and he's a friend of the show. We had him on, and he was talking about it a little bit.
0: Yeah, that, that's a why. Is that the guy that was talking about the Unger Dry stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you know, you know when your friends don't listen to you. You know what the most discussed topic I've ever discussed on here at Chew Bubble Gum is. What's that? The Unger Dries period. <laughs> I talk about it every time I'm on there, and Goose said, "Hey, I've never heard of that." But now, in all honesty, though the that whole lost Middle Ages thing, the I didn't hear, I didn't hear that in pertaining to the lost Middle Ages. But when you guys talked about that, and I went back and looked at it, that. Did kind of make sense. I was like, okay, oh, so I checked into that. The way I heard it was through the pharaohs, and the way that they listed the pharaohs. Because when you went back and actually looked at more uh, of of the Egyptian record, you know, the, the way like globally, the way scientists looked at it was okay, well, this pharaoh obviously couldn't have been in power when this pharaoh, you know what I mean? Like they, wouldn't, they didn't look at any possibility of two pharaohs being in charge at the same time, but actually Egypt had been split. So there were multiple pharaoh rules at the same time. They believe in certain areas. So if their time is off, because they based most of that time, most of that early biblical time on, on pharaoh rule, and, and different dynasties, if if they're wrong, if there were actually two different dynasties ruling at the same time, maybe one in the north and one in the south, then that throws their count off. And then if that happened with the Middle Ages, because we know the Gregarian calendar was wrong, then that throws their time right. off. Then we really aren't going into 2023. You know, this is the year of the wow. bowling. This could be, you know, this could be 1965. I don't know. I don't know how big of a difference it is, but you know, it's, it's weird because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't mean anything. You know, when you think about time in respect to, you know, a date we put on something, it doesn't really have any meaning. But it is wild to think that, you know, we do put a value on it being 2023. And it it's, you know, it, it could not be 2023.
1: Now, now when they say twenty twenty two 2023, is that supposed to be two thousand? twenty three years after Christ
0: was born or yes. he died for our sins. Is that what that is I thought it was, No, it's I thought after it birth. Was after he died. No, it's after his birth. Okay. Any after. anything before which for some reason like you know, I well, see I, did, I
2: always thought I always thought that uh, B C stood for before Christ and A D stood for after death.
0: No, no. Uh the okay. the they're I knew forever. It, it's it's a um shoot. It's a Latin phrase. Whatever the AD is, but one is before. It's BCE before Common error and in the AD they changed it to something now too. They and I think they changed it because of confusion. Because there was a point where you know it didn't make sense to me. I was like, okay, so we're, we're going, what's the AD for then, you know, but I had to, I had to look it up and if, if I'm not mistaken, it was just a, a Latin expression. I don't remember off the top of my head what it was, but they've actually changed it since then because the BCE, the BC, they just could not get out of people that was before Christ. And so now they've changed it to BCE. It's before common era. I can't remember what they changed AD to, Uh, but you know, Again, it doesn't make a big difference because everything from 0 to 2023 is just a small little sliver and then we got to oh, count yeah. backwards the rest of the way. But it is wild like it's very fascinating and I had heard that before about the uh, a lot of the dark ages being made up or whatever I can't remember. I think it was the dark ages. But I I'm going to have to look into that more because that fascinates me for whatever reason uh despite the fact that it doesn't uh, you know, it, it. I guess it really doesn't impact us, but I think it's cool.
1: So the two the two thousand twenty three years is after the birth of Christ.
0: Yeah, we start at zero um, from from the birth of Christ, the predicted birth of Christ, which we don't know the month, date, time. Um, Probably don't know the year, so I don't know how we do that. But uh, we agreed upon somehow in ancient times. They agreed upon a date and said, "Yeah, this looks like a right date to me," and went from there.
2: Wouldn't the year be zero?
0: Um, no, because um, by the time that came in, I don't, I don't think the, I don't think Jewish societies had a zero, but the Greeks and Romans, um. I can't remember which culture actually started the timing, but they don't, they don't have zero. Okay. It's just, it's, it wasn't in there. Zero is a weird concept because we didn't actually get zero to way, way on up in there. Um, mines, I think it was, mines or Aztecs had zero in, in their numbering, but somehow we did not, a representation for nothing, representation for starting like at nothing or zero. Uh, I, I think the Europeans got that years, and, and the Spanish, years and years after, after a lot of the the South American cultures had it. You ever
1: listen to that, that ghost song Year Zero? No. You know yes, the, you yes, know the yes, band? Ghost?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And in in, in, in my song. hours of thrifting, I just went to uh P-Berg and went to their um Goodwill and found a long sleeve ghost shirt for uh, two dollars mm. about a week ago and bought it. Mm-hmm
1: before i think you're a pirate in a past life you
0: find all the treasures that that's my that's that's my greatest pleasure in life and and, and that my son enjoys doing it because it, 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 he he likes looking for the same stuff like obviously there's stuff he likes looking for that i don't like looking for but he likes looking for the same stuff that i like looking for for the most part and that he likes to do it if i can make if i wasn't too lazy to sit down and understand and figure out internet shipping that's what i would do for a living i just i really have zero desire to deal with uh the the online sales and the shipping but i i love to get out and look for junk
1: well you have an
0: act for it i I get lucky i do get lucky a lot
1: yeah um, those um
0: Those turtles though you didn't find you had stored away somewhere around. the turtles? Yeah. No, those 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 were those were more of a now that, that goose is back as a civilian, like I can say those were more of a theft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those those were in the family and somebody else is laying claim to those and uh, suggesting the stuff. as as we used to say back in the nineties, I devoted them. <laughs> there you
2: go. Oh, sorry, I got choked
0: there. I was eating a chicken bitch. <laughs> oh God. I'm that's I'm starved. It's for you people that are are listening to this whatever time of the day, we, we literally uh Bolin's not been to bed and me and Goose are on old man time. So we we just we just got up. But it's funny to, to have both of you guys on talk junkie at the same time because me and Bolin, as long as we've known each other, we really <laughs> didn't start talking and hanging out again until I started podcasting because I met back up with you through Raven television addict. And we started talking and and hanging out more on that podcast and being on that podcast. And then I met, um, Eli through the podcast and then Eli introduced me to, Goose and croncat through the podcast, and so really, like it, it, it's I, to me, I say it all the time. Like this, the the best thing I ever did was start podcasting. Uh, you know, just for if for no other reason, I meet the Spooky family because of it. I meet Goose because of it. Me and you start talking again because of it. You know, got to hang out with Brad who I hadn't talked to or been around for a long time uh, because of it. Uh, And got to have a a mild dispute with Corey because of it. There's a lot of good, you know, and Eli, I wouldn't have known Eli. There's a lot of people I wouldn't have known had it not been for the podcast. And, you know, I know there's 5 million podcasts out there now, but my advice to anybody would be if you think you have something to say or or something that you're interested in is to do it. Because, like I said, I went from – what I thought were really good numbers and like really excited down to nothing. And I'm still just as excited to do every episode when I get the time to do it. And I think a lot of that's because of the things that have come from it.
1: I mean, as far as like, it's just calling it podcasting is weird. Cause like I've been like, we would as kids like record ourselves talking and playing music or whatever. And. I've always had um, a very active imagination, so like I'm always wanting to like me and Brad, we just did that shit for for fun, you know. Like we was not thinking about being famous or making money. We just literally done it as as we would have done it as kids on on a boombox or something, and um, it was just fun. I mean. That's I, all it was to me. I really,
0: um, I really think that's the only way you, you can approach it. Because, like, you know, you all may have started out that way, but with the commercials. And it's like there was time put into it. There was effort put into it. And it ended up because, and I would give the same example for, I would give the same example for Bubblegum. It, it, it feels like a hangout. Like like people, you know, but you also see the structure and the quality in the show. Like it's a real show. It's a legit show. So you can see that it started from the same point that you and Brad started from or that I started from. And, you know, just with time and progression, and somebody actually does their show on time and and releases it when it's supposed to, um, you get quality over time. And and so you've taken something you just love to do and, and turned it into something that is a quality, you know product on, on the other end on the outcome of it
1: and um you know as far as uh you had mentioned something about every time you came on uh, i ended up making you mad or, or you know like ruffling you feathers or something that is really <laughs> part of the fun of it for me you know i always tell people trolls trolls get such a bad name right but really What it is, is there are bad trolls out there, don't get me wrong. And most of the internet is accessible. Knowing that, um, just years ago when, like we, we didn't grow up with internet. So when the internet came in and even like with ICQ and all the social media shit that came that we, that we've lived through thus far. My approach about it was well, this is all bullshit this is all this is gonna i don't you know didn't, i i still don't like having facebook i don't i deleted twitter I took a social stand on that you know but um i just always always viewed social media from high security facebook whatever as a joke. So I would, I would get on social media. I've had social media throughout the years, and I would get on there. And depending on who I'm talking to, uh, and, you know, I might be talking to a uh, person who doesn't like or support President um, Obama. I go, okay. I know this person doesn't like. Obama and I'm going to I'm going to try to change their minds. that's essentially all I'm doing that's all I'm doing when I troll on the internet that's all I'm doing when I uh, when I was doing the podcast with Brad um nothing more nothing less now do do I sometimes get grouped in with uh the bad trolls sure but do I care no
0: well, you you've changed my mind. like. I don't know if there are bad trolls anymore. Like, I really don't oh, no, because no, I know no, there's
1: definitely it's the, the trolls that get like when you see people um tell somebody they should die. I never do that.
0: That's true. I, 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 I right.
1: will. T- I will sometimes. Uh, I will sometimes go a bit too far, but all I'm trying to do as a quote unquote troll. Is I'm just trying to make everyone question everything. Well, don't believe, don't believe one way or another, a hundred percent because nothing is a hundred percent,
0: right? I think that's the healthiest mentality to have by far. I I, I do, and I, I agree with you definitely on social media. Like I face Facebook for whatever reason. Facebook is the one that I I, I can. Be in contact with the most people. So, like, I should like it. I just like it the least. Uh, Instagram is probably the one I like the most because I, I don't get a lot of political stuff come through on Instagram. Twitter to me was just always boring and old. Now, as far as the state it's in right now, like, I really believe they're the only one even coming close to defending free speech. I like that. But I just, that method of the you know, the tweet, I don't get. I didn't get it when it came out. It seemed antiquated when it came out. But we were talking before we come on. I was talking about the problems i had had with YouTube, putting up videos and having stuff taken down and comments and views. Like I would have screenshots of people leaving a comment and making a view. And like the third time they'd left a the comment and they'd take it down. And usually on those episodes, those were the episodes that would either get taken down. Some of them got taken down permanently, like the one with my son. But now. Goose, you have been on a tire kind of TikTok wise. Like you've got a really fun and entertaining, but also like a a serious and informative series of videos and stuff you've been doing on TikTok, but it's kind of give you some some headache. Like explain what you know, what you're doing on TikTok and kind of the response that you're getting from it. Okay, well. uh, and I just really hold, cool. hold on one second, Goose. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear that? <laughs> hold on one yeah. second, Goosh. You're you're I'm a robot. Sure. Um hold on one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you both hey. off and I'm gonna call you right back. <laughs> hey,
1: you know what that is, don't
0: you? Uh uh-uh. uh. That's the simulation. You know, it is. It's a glitch. <laughs> hold on one second. Let me see if I can get you guys back. Yeah, while you're listening to it's the soft and sultry sounds of talk junkie. We have um we have uh temporarily lost uh our buddies. Uh are you Oh, here they come, I think. Uh
1: can you guys hear me now? Hey goose, you there?
2: Yes, sir. All
1: right. Uh are you still there? Hey, bowling!
0: What
2: happened?
0: I, uh, you I were a complete, your voice was just a pure robot voice. Like you can't hardly, you couldn't make anything out. But now I'm afraid we've lost bowling.
1: No, you have okay. lost
2: bowling.
0: All right. Now, back to that question, Goose. Explain to us what you've been doing TikTok-wise and kind of the backlash you've got for it.
2: Okay. Well, first, I want to comment really quick, if I can, if that's okay with you. Yeah on Boland's comment about being a troll. He is a And troll. one of the things that I am blessed for, there's several things, but one of the things is, you know, getting to meet you, Justin. Uh, I mean, hell, we're from the same county. Uh, and just that first message that me and you uh, uh, exchanged, what, two years ago now, over two years ago? Yep. And then getting to know uh, Bowling. And Bolin's told me stuff in, in, in private. I don't think Bolin believes half the shit that he says. I don't think Bolin believes any of the shit that he says. And I think he's genuinely a good person with a good heart. And, uh, he is. I'm he's just blessed. the
0: world's greatest troll.
2: And I'm very blessed to have Bolin and Justin as, as some of my best friends. Um, uh, now to, to answer the question, I got a TikTok in 2021 for the here for, for here that bubble gum. and i really didn't post a lot of stuff i got it more or less to just kind of watch what was going on and you know uh to see you know people's thoughts and uh, reactions on ufos and time travel and and other stuff and watch different videos that weren't on youtube or uh daily motion or whatever so then we we jump forward a little bit and i've got a personal TikTok. um that was that was recommended by um uh, rebecca one of the co-hosts and i really didn't do a lot with it when i got it i mean i had it over a year year and a half and didn't really do anything with it and one of the uh listeners of the show that actually helps out a lot behind the scenes um, her name, well, her uh, her TikTok name is uh, Beautifully Calm. She, back in the spring, started messaging me videos of uh, police officers interacting with, 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 with citizens. And she was asking what I thought about them. And I would give her my opinion. Well, that led into Dirty Dan doing it. And I had some other people doing it. And they're like, you should comment on these and post these. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to, because at, at that time I was still working the road, and I just thought it would be in bad taste. Now I get a lot of heat uh, being uh, retired from people that don't necessarily like the videos that I post, but I post videos that people send me that show bad cops or Cops that make bad decisions or corrupt cops. And I explain what they're doing. If there's an update after it, I I'd, I'd give an update. Uh, if an update comes later, I give an update. Uh, but I also put up videos of good cops. And I started doing that at the end of September 1st of October. And one of the first videos that I put up, I mean, it got like over a 1,000 views and just like, Five minutes, and it exploded, and you know, the the followers just started adding up, and you know, I think something is is tricky with TikTok because I was getting close to ten thousand followers in just like a few days from posting that first video, and I was watching the count myself of, of the friends count, and it was getting ready to turn to ten thousand. And when it should have turned to 10,000, it turned back to like 6,500. So, and then that happened again earlier this week, actually yesterday, because I looked to see how many followers, you know, because, you know, I have tried to message and follow everybody back that messages me. I will message everybody back. I mean, it may be just a thumbs up or thanks or something like that, but I message them back. I tried to follow everybody back and that's impossible to do. There's not enough hours in a day. And last night, uh, I was at fifty I was almost at fifty five thousand followers and it was getting ready to click over and it clicked back to fifty two thousand followers. So I don't know if that is real, if you know, if, if there's a glitch in their account system.
1: There's a glitch but, in the maker.
2: Well, you know, and, and that and that could be true. But People get so offended over anything. Uh, you know, something that I and I'm I'm gonna say this. You know, in 26 years of law enforcement, I never had one written complaint filed on me. Never. Now, yeah, I had people call and be like, "Hey, he done this. He done that." But as far as putting in the effort, actually, you know, them thinking that I really wronged them. To physically come in and write out a statement and file a written complaint nobody did that in 26 years and i don't think there's a lot of people that can do that 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 can say that in uh today's time because watching some of these videos is just you know and i felt this way for several years i just couldn't say anything but some of these videos are really sad Um uh, as to what the officers do to the people, some of these are just idiotic. I mean, you know, these are people that have that that have pledged an no to do the right thing, and they get out here and and violate people's civil civil liberties, or they, you know, get butt hurt because they're taking a picture, or they, you know, tell them no. I mean, you don't you don't do stuff like that. You know, my Philosophy always was, I'm going to treat you like I would treat my family. You know, I'm not going to say anything uh, in front of you that I wouldn't say in front of my grandparents. And sure. it's just, you know, it is a, it, it, it is a it, it is a different world uh, with law enforcement today. And well, I thought for like... go ahead for a few weeks, Justin, when I started posting those videos. And I know you've been busy. You hadn't been messaging uh, me and Bowen in the group as much. And I kind of thought, well, Justin's mad at me because I'm posting those videos.
0: Well, no, actually, it was a little bit after you started posting that I actually, the I was most active TikTok wise with the Provise stuff. I and mean, then when I stepped right. away from that and and give Bruce all that stuff, like he'll send me messages. Like somebody posted some snarky little comment on there the other day, called us uh, Dollar Tree. A discount corn or something like that, like you know, you'll get stuff like it. But I really wasn't super. I wasn't on there a whole lot. I really wasn't, and also I didn't realize you had two TikToks. Uh, so yeah. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to to Goose from Here to Chew Bubblegum. Like I was, I was just watching the Here to Chew Bubblegum one. But I think the reason you've gotten so much attention positively is because it's something that. You know that that's been a big issue for a while. It 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 has, and you don't get a lot of people from that side one commenting at all. And if they do comment, it's kind of this just blanket defense, no matter what had happened. Yeah, but look at, and I I've been guilty of that with different things over. Like you, sometimes you you get invested in something, so you defend it at all costs like that. That's something that's normal for people to do, and I think a lot of people in law enforcement. Because I think there are a lot of good people in law enforcement. I think it's just a ridiculous thing. I, I think the I don't. I'm not sitting there saying, "Well, we don't need cops." I think we do need cops because <clears throat> I don't want to be robbed, and I don't want to be murdered, and I don't want my kids to be in danger. and And I appreciate the job that they do, but it's really crazy when you think about what you ask a cop to do and to do it correctly and to do it right. And then the type of people that you often get that end up being cops, uh, there's not a lot of people like you that end up being cops. You really do have a large sector of people that end up being cops that probably shouldn't be cops. Uh, right. But on the other hand, you have a lot of really good cops. Like when when they look at – I think the, the biggest issue is when you see something – that and I, I'll say this and I, I mentioned it I did a whole episode on um George Floyd on the podcast and wow I you know I, I did get a lot of a lot of heat for that. And I've got a buddy named Joe Joe. And Joe Joe's like, look, um I understand you feel this way. And I know Joe is he's, he's not a mean person, a racist person, in any way, shape or anything. he's like, I know you feel this way. He said, and I did it first too. He said, but I want you to watch this video. And you may have seen this video. There is a video of George Floyd putting up the awfulest fight he ever was that I never, oh, yeah. I never seen it anywhere on the news. Now, does I that justify that. this douche sticking his knee in this? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it makes for a more complete picture. It really does. And again, it doesn't justify this guy. But also, when you see that, the anticipation for what was going to happen to this cop. Far outweighed, I guess, the impact of what actually happened. Because I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you if he went to jail. I died. If any, if he received any punishment, I I couldn't tell you. But to me, there was. I had never seen that. Even with Fox, I had never seen that footage that was shown. Now TikTok, on the other hand, in the way you do it. This is open source, and that's the way people are going to eventually start getting news. It's going to be dangerous at first. It is because you're going to have a lot of BS out there, but right. you you have the ability to show both sides of that if you want to. You have the ability, to, and you know I do like that option with TikTok, and and that's why like you know like I said earlier, like I wish I, I wish that Twitter was set up more like uh, Instagram. If it was, I'd be all on board. Like I, I'm all for giving everybody freedom of speech, no matter how bad I hate them and hate what they have to say. I'm, I'm for that uh, 110 no. percent. But you know, TikTok doesn't seem to be doing that, and it doesn't no. and, and that surprises me because like, I have companies that work with me and around me and near me, and companies that, you know, because I work for different companies, depending on who's got work, and a lot of those companies, if you have an email on your phone, you can't have. TikTok. You you you're not allowed you're not allowed to have it. And those guys cannot none of the companies I have allowed TikTok on their company phones, company computers, company anything. They say that <coughs> excuse me, they say China is tracking uh oil field employees uh, uh through through TikTok. I don't know what they want with the dude that's out reading meters. I don't particularly believe that. But a lot of people yeah. do believe that. And there's there's this big, well, China this and shit. Well, China would let us post anything we want. So I'm lost on the wokeness of TikTok if it's coming well, from where they say it's coming from. So so it's a it's a conundrum to me. I don't get it.
2: Well, and I actually posted a TikTok video um about what you're talking about. About with the recent, you know, uh not states but the federal government wanting to ban TikTok. Um I, 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 let me ask you. And and they say that they want to ban it to ban it because of what you said. They're hacking stuff. But then somebody in the FBI also stated, and I can't remember the guy's name, that they were worried about how the app would influence people in the United States. Okay. Number one, they shouldn't care about what would influence people because we have a free choice. We have freedom of speech. Now, when has the government cared before about uh, trying to protect our personal information and 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 so forth, they've never cared before. Why are they caring now? Because they can't control TikTok. They can't control the narrative. Well, yeah, I think That's what I, I
0: believe that. The, let me go
2: let, ahead. Let me ask you
1: guys. This. Let me ask you guys this: Do you think there is a realm of possibility that? Um, You know, like in uh, North Korea, he controls everything they see and hear, right? At least that's what we're told, because I've never been to North Korea. Have you all? No. No. But we're to the understanding that he controls what his people
2: see. Do you think we're being controlled what we see? Yes, 100%.
0: I I don't I don't think as much, but for a lot worse reason. I I don't really think that they that they have to. Like f- freedom affords us the ability to, to think for ourselves if we choose to. But I I think you all that you all have you know a lot of interaction with people that even that you care about that are obviously not thinking for themselves. Like I I really don't I don't think they have to. I think. I, th- I think just something about the makeup of of what we are as a people and as a country, I, I don't think, do I think that what we see on the news is true? No. I mean, there, it can't be that different from Fox to CNN. And I know that both of them are lying. So, yeah, I definitely think that they do influence what we get to to see and kind of what the narrative is. I don't think they're as good at it. And this is <clears throat> based on one person who could be lying to me completely I don't think it's as good as what I hear North Korea is, but I don't think it has to be because I really do think we're a different, I think England is very much in that same vein as us. Um, Australia, on the other hand, um, a lot smaller population, a lot different uh, politically, a lot different in a lot of ways. And there's been a big shift in their control of the media uh, in the last just two to three years. And I I don't know that they get any information that isn't government approved. We get a lot of information that isn't government approved, but our government, instead of silencing it like, say, North Korea will, all you've got to do is send out enough people to make fun of it and say, well, you know, it's not real or it's this and make it a joke. And if you make it a joke and make fun of it and you make people feel crazy for believing it or following it, then... You know, it, it 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 that is that is pretty powerful, especially in a society like ours that is very hung up on on what other people think. You know that that's why social media explodes the way it does in in our country, and not necessarily in other places, uh, is because of that popularity contest thing. And if if you have an unpopular opinion, uh, you know, and there there's people that embrace it. You know, I have unpopular opinions, and I don't have a problem with it. But for the most part, you know people are worried to say things that other people won't agree with and and so i think all those things kind of we're in a different we're in a different spectrum than the rest of the world so as much as i think yeah they have the ability to control that narrative and and i think they do also they don't have to do it as much maybe as other people do they don't have to go to the extreme that north korea has to go to based on our freedoms <clears throat> and some of them are just illusions of freedom can be used against us more than the lack of freedom that somebody like north korea has
2: now let me let me make a comment and and get your guys thoughts on this this all started with our government trying to control the media and the news and the, the uh, social platforms about two years ago when you know what started and all the regulations that came after that's when they that's when I noticed that they really started trying to clamp down on free speech, and you know it upsets me very bad to have our government try to trample and and mute somebody because they don't like what they're saying, you know, and I may not like what they're saying they may be disgusting. You know, they may be a disgusting person, evil person, but they still have a right to say that. Well, well, do you guys uh, think that it started two years ago or had it been going on longer than that?
1: Well, my only question is, if if we are smart enough not to believe the media, yeah. whether it be uh, social media or mass media whatever the media is we like we go okay they can't control us we know we know what's going on here we see it we're aware of it my next question is we're also aware of the algorithm who's who's in charge of that who's making that is it a computer is it our quote-unquote leaders who if if we're aware of the news of the media of our social media if we if we're aware of everything that's doing bad to our society we're aware of the algorithm whether it's a TikTok algorithm or an Instagram or whatever every app has it, it's, it you can you can have your phone in your pocket all day not be on it but your phone is listening to you because when you get your phone out at the end of the day and look at whatever, ninety percent of the time, what you have talked about during the day, it's going to be on your screen. Well, oh, so, so I want to know what you got. Who
0: who who's controlling that? Well, we to answer both of you, like um, as far as that goes, we do. We we control the algorithm. We we don't. You you say that people you know if people know that news most people don't the majority of people don't and and even like it, it's not to for me to trying to make myself sound intelligent like there's things that I, I don't know I, I question like I I have no idea because you're limited to what you get but the algorithm is is run on a financial basis now that. No politics in the world, no trying to hide anything will ever stop. And, and and so it's run on a financial basis. And we determine the algorithm, regardless of if it's people or a computer, we determine it by what we give popularity to. And, and a lot of times, just because you really enjoy something and think it should be more in the forefront than it is, it just means there's not enough people that believe it and think it's in the forefront for it to be profitable. Uh, because if it was profitable to be racist, let's say, every organization out there in the world would be racist. They they don't, they're not doing it because they're good hearted people. They're doing it because it's, it, it, we're finally to a point in history where it's less profitable to be racist. Now, I think that also ties in with what Goose is talking about. And I think that, I think that the control was, and the attempt to control was there. I think started probably well before either of us were born. But, you know, you see that in things like the Patriot Act and you can see that I don't think that, obviously, in the early years of social media, they realized how strong social media was. You know, there's there's been books written since the beginning of television news about how television news has been controlled. But as far as social media, I don't think they cared enough to try to control it because I don't think they realized how strong it was. Now, when COVID came in, and, and that'll probably get this one taken down. Um,
1: COVID.
0: I don't know. I, you know, I, I say crazy. that. Other than other than YouTube, I've never had one taken down for the word. I'll, I'll give Anchor that, and iTunes—they don't generally mess with me on that, and Spotify is not yet. <clears throat> but I, I think that the the problem with that illness and, and the information coming out from it was it was having an economic impact on everyone. Now the big, you know, the big organizations, the big companies—not you know, companies like Walmart i don't think people understand how much money walmart should have made during that pandemic now i don't know if they're releasing real numbers i don't know what numbers they are releasing but the lack of employees they were having to use being the only place open cutting their hours down see walmart's not 24 hours a day because they want to be 24 hours a day They're 24 hours a day because they need to dominate the market it does cut into their profit share to be 24 hours a day if nobody else can open And they've already put out every mom and pop shop around. Well, if they can open eight hours a day and under restrictions and this and that and do curbside pickup and be the only place you can get anything because maybe they're the only place offering curbside pickup, then that's a huge advantage to them. So I I think that really it was a paradox for them when that happened because one, this was a perfect exercise in control if they could do it. And, And they did succeed to a certain extent, but they couldn't completely shut everything down because of profits to people. Now, I think that, that, that pandemic in itself completely and totally exposed their control over social media. And yeah. because you can't even say anything you say on there, you can post a scientific fact on that and they will, that they will come in and will have the little COVID warning. And look at the Joe Rogan episodes. They all have the, he's, that's the thing that irks me about people like he had on a doctor talking about that stuff that to me, to be completely honest with you, sounded like he didn't have a clue what he was. He sounded like a, but I, I listened to it. And he's had other doctors on talking about that. I did agree with, or, or at least I shouldn't say agree with that. I did think made valid points, but I listened to him. None of them hurt me. They were all basically the same opinion. The opinion didn't hurt me. It didn't change my opinion or influence. In me, but it's not like he's just having anybody on one of the guys he had on was one of the most recognized infectious disease doctors in the world. This guy was the guy that governments went to when it came to infectious disease, but he got on and said things that would get you banned at that time on Facebook. And I mean, it hurt that guy's career. And if it had been anybody besides Joe Rogan, it would have taken everything from them. As far as if it'd been me doing that podcast, I'd been the end to talk junkie for that podcast. <clears throat> I think, they just, he's got a platform at this point to the point that he is dangerous. Like he, he not just, not just to them. Like if, if he just goes crazy and starts putting out stuff that's dangerous, he, he is a dangerous guy because of the, the, the size of his platform.
1: But I I think, go ahead. I think that. So control has always been there, definitely in our lifetime. I think what I think uh, what year was the government (laughs) formed? What year was the government formed? Probably started about fifty years before that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess technically seventeen seventy six would. I guess if you if you're gonna get if you're gonna give it a date, I guess that would be like an official date.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had like over a thousand years to plan to how to control everybody. So. You
0: know, see, I think it, I think it, and the other, like I'm the opposite. I think that started from a good place and I still think we, we stand the best chance. Like people, my favorite thing is people going. well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to move to Canada. We'll move to Canada because you can't say shit in Canada. I mean, you can't say anything. There's, there's literally stand-up comedians up there getting sued for jokes and have over the years. This is not a new thing. Like, Canada is atrocious in freedom of speech. It's one of the worst, it's one of the worst free countries you can go to for freedom of speech. Um, Canada is a horrible place to live. I don't want to live in Canada. I have zero desire to live in Canada um, it, just because of its laws and its rules. So, like, I, th- I think I, I will give us that. I, I, don't, I won't give the government credit for it. I'll give the people credit for it. It's people that just—it's people like you. Like you've always said whatever you want to say, and and even if it's not popular, especially if it's not popular, you enjoy if it's not popular, and even if you don't believe in it, if it'll get somebody upset or get them angry, you like it, but you're able to say it, you know. Whereas, you know, and and like,
1: it also has it also has an element of knowing both sides. So like if I'm talking to somebody and I think, okay, this is how they believe, they seem adamant in it, and they're real strong rooted in their words. And then I'll just test and be like, Well, let me see what the how they react if I say this and then you know, well, okay, they're by their response, they're either going to give an educated response or they're going to probably, you know,
0: an emotional, argue stupid, to, yeah,
1: fake news, whatever the case may be. But uh, I think if you're not able to argue both sides of whatever the topic is, then you should just step back and not say anything.
0: I, I agree. I used to feel that way. I I really did. And I think the more recent things like there's sides of topics. I don't, I don't want to be able to argue like I I but I agree. Like, you know, maybe I, I think I should have the right to say, well, this is how I feel, but I don't know the other side because there's things I don't, I don't want to know the other side on. Like it, 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 there are, there are certain things in life that are apparent like they it's un, it's not like there shouldn't be a question. It, 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 it's obvious, and and those things are the things that you actually usually get stuck arguing the most uh, are the things that are obvious. And so, uh, as much as I used to agree with that, I I, I don't agree with that anymore. I, I kind of back off from that. If you know a side is absurd enough that it doesn't need to be argued, don't waste your time arguing it. Uh, and, and I don't think that's right for everybody. I think that's just right for me. And and I'll tell you something else about the the way that you used to troll me and the way like I would think that I didn't have an opinion or an emotional attachment to something and then you could phrase it and ask it in a way that i would instantly realize you actually do have a belief on that and and an emotional attachment to a belief maybe you didn't before but the way that bowling could ask it and say it would get you angry at something that you really didn't have a belief in and that gives you something that gave me something to work on it give me a way to work on okay uh, don't say you don't have, uh, you know, a, a, a belief or a stance on something. If, if you really don't think that you do, then you really need to sit down and examine it. And you need to beat it to death from both sides and go, okay, do I believe in this at all? And, well, you know, there was times you poked big holes in things that I thought, well, I don't give a shit about that. That's ridiculous to me. I don't, I don't have a stance on that. And I, just to be completely honest with you, Trump was the biggest one because I despised him from day one. And the only time in my life that I know that I've ever defended him ever was probably on raven television <laughs> and, well, and I would I was, go back I, the next day and go, "How in the hell did he get me to defend somebody I, that I can't stand
1: Oh I was feeling the burn
0: no, you aren't no you aren't. You're, you're you're smarter than that too uh it, but, but it,
1: you <laughs> see, but you see i i was I was feeling the burn on the raven television addict. And it incited you to defend someone that you normally wouldn't defend.
0: Well, normally and I was spending good, my that's days. A, that's, def- a,
1: that, that's a good thing, though. It is that a, good, is a good, thing. good thing.
0: But normally I was spending yeah. my days defending Bernie until he got the house, and when they give him the house, I quit defending him. But I, I had you took me from who I would defend on a daily basis to who I would not defend, and, and I give you credit for that. Like I think that's a good thing.
1: Uh, I mean, what what is a good thing is to never be set in stone about an ideology. I agree. And most people seem to be now, right? I mean, that's the way I take it. You're either Democrat or Republican right now in this country. So, I mean, when's that going to change? Is that going to change?
2: That's that's something I really don't understand. I mean, who gives you uh, – Who cares what uh, political party you are? I mean, you should care about what they're doing and how they're voting and if they're really trying to help people or line their own pockets.
1: Yeah, it is a it is a game they set up. It took a while to get it, all the pieces into place, but um, they're winning and we're losing
2: and that's, well, that's all
0: there is to it. I think we need more people in there to uh break the game. I don't can with it. Like can can that be can that be done? Could it ever be done cuz you you are a little bit older than us. Like do you think when you were younger people really voted more on uh, on maybe <laughs> actions instead of party or do you think that maybe it was the same way, just, just painted different, you know, like, cause I don't know that it was ever any different.
2: Well, you know, I mean, and I turned 48 just, you know, uh, about a week ago. Um, I think that my generation and, and people my age, maybe, you know, like a year or two younger, I think that they voted on how they felt would do the better job. I don't think that they voted for party. Um, and I think that MTV got a lot of people my age to register to vote and then actually go out and vote.
0: Cause see, I, I, I can track how I voted and why I voted. Like I didn't vote correctly for intelligent reasons when I first started voting. Like I, I really, I really, didn't. I probably went backwards what most people do. Uh, but I, I didn't like, I I I voted the way I voted out of fear when I first and right. And that may be a more modern thing because I guess two thousand would have been the first time I could vote in a presidential election. I think well, I was
1: two thousand. We're we're definitely still being fear mongered in this country. I mean, we just did you just see the storm of the century come through?
0: No. Uh but like again, and I I, I think think we've touched on that without touching on it like i i knew because of my weather app that we were going to get snow and these things were going to happen but there's zero and maybe the algorithm does work there and and you all tell me if this is the case if you've been on facebook and look i have zero political posts right now there's no political post on my facebook um there were zero posts about how bad the weather was going to be and this and that there was none of that on there um nothing about the nba lady that got or wnba lady that got released which i know it's wnba it's not going to make front page, but like i don't have any of that and and but i make i for over a year with that, You know, I've stayed on Facebook and not took breaks like I have in the past, but when something would pop up that I didn't like, that was, say, political, didn't matter which way it went, uh, you know, I'd click, hey, don't give me this, I don't want to see this, and same thing with certain ads and stuff, and I would see that, like, I see that in, in mine, I can see that reflection in mine, because I've got a friend that I know has made some political posts, because somebody else has asked me about it, and even though I see their stuff and interact with her, I've not seen I've not seen those posts. So, you know, I, I, I wonder maybe that algorithm does work if you meticulously work it. But no, I, I didn't, I just knew we were supposed to get some snow. Like, I didn't know. It, it, are you referring to what we got?
1: I am referring to a lot of the meteorologists across the country. Some were calling that storm of the century. Some were, they were just like, you know, um, trying, Clearly, trying to draw ratings in. Because yeah. I mean, I'm guessing not a lot of people watch the Weather Channel.
0: But I actually, I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think they're probably in top five.
2: I don't okay. know, man. But... all right. Uh, I, I don't mean to interrupt, Bowen, but you, you, know, you just you just made the statement that a lot of people don't watch the Weather Channel. Look at how many options there is today to watch stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I have not turned on the TV in over a year. I've not turned a TV on at home in over a year. Um, a few weeks ago, I had to travel out of town and, and 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 stay and stay gone in the in the motel room. I didn't turn the TV on, not one single time. Now, I was on my phone watching stuff, and, you know, something, and I don't know if it's just where I'm just getting older or, or where I'm, um, uh, you know, trying to be more concerned or trying to stay more informed about trying to find out what's really going on in the world. But I used to watch Netflix a lot. I have excuse me, I've not watched a Netflix movie in probably three months. I've not watched any movies in on my phone in probably three months. Because, you know, I'm always trying to read up on certain things like you know, UFOs, and, uh, you know, uh, censorship, the government trying to ban, and, you know, what's really going on, and I guess you guys hear it in the background, we got a little action here, (laughs) live uh, action, uh, but, uh, you know, it's just, I just don't watch a lot of movies anymore, it's like I'm watching other stuff, but I hardly ever watch the news, I mean, if if there's a video that somebody sends to me like I was talking about previously and I find an update and there's a news clip, I will include that in my video. Or I will include part of it. Or I will, you know, copy what they say happened and go look it up for myself to make sure that it does happen. And uh, you know, you mentioned earlier, and I'll just throw this out there and give myself a plug. You didn't you said you didn't know I had two TikToks. Well, <clears throat> The two TikToks went to four TikToks really quick. And one of them uh, is – the the name of one of them is Static and Noise, 1776.
0: I don't have that.
2: And I also also have a YouTube page on that. Now, and I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. The Static and Noise one, because if you look at some of my content on TikTok, once I started getting banned, and I've been banned three times, uh, and I'm lucky that that my personal account is still up, but the views started going down from what they were. Um, so on the static and noise one, static and noise 1776 on TikTok, <clears throat> I log into that one a few times a day with a VPN that says I'm logged in, that I'm in Chicago. Um, so, but, you know, I also have a YouTube page, Static and Noise, 1776. I started it uh, about a month or so ago. I didn't really put anything on it until the last couple of weeks. But, you know, it's really hard to get followers on YouTube. Yeah. But I'm I'm already over 300 followers. And, you know, I've been posting shorts and, you know, full-length videos and you know, when I got the TikTok back the second time, the main one, I had I had to start restricting what I would say, and if it showed somebody getting slapped or tased, I would put a black box up to hide it. And so far, that has you know, you know, knock on wood, that has helped me maintain the account and win any uh, appeal that I filed. Because I also say well, that the video is for educational purposes, which TikTok
0: allows. But then there we go back to you know, like I've seen people. I I have posted clips from wrestling matches, literally, and you, there's two of them, and they they're gone, gone, completely gone. Yeah. And then I posted something, and it was, um, oh God, what's his name? The the. I always make fun of him with y'all and aggravate him. Like I, I used to do his voice all the time. The um, the guy that got the sandy got in trouble for the sandy hook stuff. Oh, okay. Uh
2: yeah, I I know who you're talking
0: about. Alex Jones. Yes. I just Alex posted Jones, the Alex yeah. Jones thing of him talking. And it's him talking and me like doing a cut. Actually, you can't hear him. Maybe it's me. I can't even remember it's been so long back, but it's still I can see it. I don't know if other people can see it, but you can't watch it. And it was instant as soon as because he was in it like if china's running this thing like if they why would like wouldn't they want it full of violence and depravity and and anything mean you said like so it doesn't make sense to me that the the rules that they have doesn't make sense to me i you know it i don't know i would assume those rules are somewhat to help with cutting down violence and things like that and you know, I'm all for anti-bullying rules. If they can prove this is going towards a kid, or you know, I don't have a problem Correct. with that at all. But what they do, and and the method that they use to kind of regulate this stuff, that doesn't that doesn't seem like a foreign agent acting against the best interest of the United States. So you know, and that just just thinking about that as you said that, and you know. You know, you'd asked earlier, is, is it more just our government can't control it? And maybe it is. Maybe that's exactly what it is because, you know, that's not something China would do. <laughs> Why would they do that? For our best interest, not let us see violence. But because you're posting something that maybe questions the status quo, the government really mm-hmm. doesn't want that seen. Right. You know, and
2: and I, I would like to say too to, to anybody listening that if, if you – listen to the show, and you got on and watched the video, and you're like, oh, man, you shouldn't be doing that. I, the videos that I post, number one, are, are, are sent to me. Since I started posting them, I've had people, uh, a few people in Florida, um, West Virginia, Minnesota, Texas, uh, Washington State, uh, Australia, uh, England, message me about a problem that they've had They've shared their their story with me and, you know, ask if there's a way that I can help them. Some of them I've been able to help. Some of them I've not been able to help. Uh, But the reason that I post the videos, number one, is, you know, today's world is different than what it was in 1996 when I started my law enforcement career. If you have the unfortunate pleasure of, Interacting with a bad cop, with a corrupt cop, if your civil liberties, your rights are violated, I want to show people what to expect, what to look for, so they'll be able to better uh, protect themselves. Number one, first and foremost, if you get pulled over, if an officer comes up to you, if you have your cell phone, record. Well, I'm not saying you have to hold it up right in front of your face. You can record and hold it at your feet and get the conversation. But you record that to cover yourself because chances are they're going to have a body camera on. Now, if something happens, you may get that video footage from them. You may not get that video footage from them. It just depends on what the agency is made up of. But record. You have that right. A good police officer will not care if you're recording. They will not care they won't say anything. The bad ones get upset when you uh record them and that's
1: that that's what I want to say- do, well uh that sure sounded like a good campaign
2: speech to me <laughs> <laughs> no sir no sir Do do you think got,
0: do you think it's got better though like since say from ninety six to now do you think it maybe corruption or at least what happens in the field because there's the potential of being documented. Do you think that things have had a positive shift? Like because I think that's, you know, knowing you the way I know you, like, you're not doing that for ticks, for clicks and likes and stuff. Because I know you like there's other ways you could get that. There's easier ways to get that. There's you know for people it's not real hard to be internet famous if you want to be internet famous you just have to be disingenuous and you're not what you're it. doing i really believe you're doing to try to help people and do you think that there's a maybe a positive from that not just what you do but just the ability for people to record has that has that cut down on some of those instances
2: <clears throat> well um i think it has got worse since 96 in the last 10 years i think it's got even worse than what it was 10 years ago. Now, one of the things that, there's a guy from Ohio, his name's Rick. From the time I posted my first video, he sent me this scathing, hating message about how, you know, I shouldn't do that. And when I explained to him that I had recently retired after 26 years, and I told him, you know, what I I just said a few moments ago, I was doing this to educate people that there's no disrespect, and so after he read my message, he messaged back, and he's like, thank you. He's like, I I understand what you're saying now. Now, I posted one uh, a few days ago, and I can't remember which one it was. I think it was an officer who tased a woman in uh, Georgia, and he was instantly fired because he tased this woman. He, he commented on that, so I messaged him back, and I told him, I'm like, look, you know, this main account, i just got it back. You know, it, it had been banned. I'm not really posting a lot of stuff on it right now that I think will get me banned. I'm posting them on other places. And I told him, I said, I could check my email every single day. And for every bad cop video that was sent to me, I would have one good cop video. I said, that has started to change over the last few weeks. I said, you know, for every five bad cop videos, I've got three good cop videos. I said, it's starting to catch up. And he realized what I, what I was saying is that, you know, and there there's people that that follow me that reach out and message me. Uh, there's a few that I've gotten to know really well that's, that's got my personal cell phone number, and they message me, you know, and I'll message them. And these are are good people. And some of them, well, one of them hated cops altogether. Had not liked the cops since the early 90s, you know, since the stuff in L.A. And he has come around because he, and one of the things he first said when he messaged me, he said, you know what? He said, I cannot believe I'm calling somebody, a friend that is a retired uh, police officer, he said, I never thought that I would do that because I just dislike them so much the way that the media uh, portrayed them. He said, but I see you're a real person. He said, you're total opposite. You're showing the good, you're showing the bad. He said, you're telling why you know this is bad. You're telling what these guys did was good and, and, and why it's good. He said, "And you're pointing out things in the video that that people that don't work in law enforcement won't even realize." He said, "And I truly thank you for that." And uh, this guy used to be a roadie for Motley Crue.
0: Really, <laughs> he sings some yeah. stuff. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: <laughs> but
2: yeah, yeah, for real, man, for real. Now you know. I could get on there and on here to chew bubble gum and and talk about all this, and, but you know I have mentioned the TikToks just to make people aware and to vent sometimes. But if I do something good for somebody or you know I get a message like that, you'll never hear me get on there and be like, "Hey, Motley Cruz wrote you from you know the 1998, you know it's 20 or 2000s when he left them, you know he's been messaging me." You know, I I that's just not me. I think both of you guys know that, you know. But just to have him message me and him change like that, that makes you feel good, you know, because that lets you know that for all the hate that you get, and there has been a lot of hate from current police officers, retired police officers, but there's been more good comments from current police officers, retired police officers, then, then you know, those comments outweigh the ones from the bad, you know. Now, like the civilians and people's families, those those are, you know, the good ones outnumbered. But it, but it amazes you at some of the stuff I've seen in this video. I mean, there's one that was sent to me yesterday, and I'll go ahead and tell you guys about it. You've got a school resource officer in, uh, I think it was North Carolina, he gets on this bus. And uh, there's a 13-year-old kid. He is uh, African-American. He puts him off the bus. And when he gets off the bus, the cop pushes him. I mean pushes him from behind. Okay? And he's trying to control and restrain the boy. He eventually gets a taser out on the boy. And this just happened a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I don't know the backstory behind it because I've not looked into it. But just a grown person should never put their hands on a child unless it's absolutely necessary. You just don't do that. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I mean, because this this officer is three times bigger than the kid, three times bigger. Well, you you've and been. You, Go ahead. I mean, and then you just don't do stuff, you know. Now, if the kid is fighting with someone or trying to hurt himself or hurt you, yeah, grab them, lay hands on them. But when you have control and you don't have to, let go of them, you know. but I mean, because doing the job is nothing personal. And a lot of people don't realize that today, that it's nothing personal. They they need to understand it's not personal. They're not seeing you. They're seeing that badge and that uniform and what you represent. But that is not trained uh, today.
0: But it's also like a lot on the police officer's end of it, you know, it can't be personal. And and from hearing you talk, like you've never talked about someone, you know, I've never heard you talk about someone you've arrested. Actually, I don't know if I've ever heard you talk about anybody you've arrested, but I have heard a lot of cops talk about everybody they arrested, and everybody they arrested was automatically guilty and automatically bad. And also I look at like my, my stepbrother's a cop out on the West Coast. You know, I've got family that are cops here. I've uh, got some really good friends that are cops here you know all of them uh, oh, my yeah. sister in- law just started dating a cop um, it like i I don't have an issue with law enforcement, but also like that's just because of my knowledge of them and the people I deal with and things of that nature. but I understand other people do now I can tell you this you take <coughs> my stepbrother, his mentality is very much set for being a cop and I, I you know i've he's in washington state i've not seen him in a couple years uh, you know I, I don't know what kind of cop he is but i would be willing to bet he's a very good cop because he's a very compassionate person he reminds me a lot of you in, in, in a lot of ways and he's a very intelligent person very easygoing, easy to deal with and somebody that wants to do good you know he went to the marine corps he was an mp he didn't go to war he didn't go because he was to be honest with you i can tell you exactly why he chose the marines he felt it was the most challenging physically he's you know uh he, right. he's, he's 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 a workout guy he's you know he's a fitness freak and just big it's not a lack of patriotism but it was more important to him to be a marine than say in in the navy just because there was more physical requirements and that was a big deal to him but you know i also look at the county we live in and the county you live in and Um, I don't know as much about your funding, but you would know a lot about both. I look at the lack of funding, the lack of training. Also, look at the lack of screening. Look at people who I know have been police officers who had no business being police officers. And their interactions with people were always negative because they are that type of person. And we don't treat law enforcement as important of a job as it is. We don't treat it like it's important. We treat it like... It's a minimal, a little bit better. Well, I won't say it's minimal. It's what's, what cops, when you were working in this county, what cops were making is less than what is minimum wage in, say, New York right now. So, like, right. to, to be a cop here in the county I live in, you'd make less money than if you worked at Pizza Hut or McDonald's or whatever in, in New York. That's not a knock on those jobs. Those people also aren't getting shot at every day. The problem is if it's at the same pay scale, it's not, you know, why, why would the best and brightest go to this? It's the same way with teaching, you know. We're underfunded teaching-wise, and I, there are some really amazing teachers out there, and that blows my mind because I'm not a selfish person, but if I look at what they, what they get paid but for what they have to do, and not to say how, but Bolin would definitely have some experience with this, like how many times does a teacher have to, to go out of their own pocket to get something that they need. You know, I watch my sister-in-law do it all the time or to make sure this kid doesn't get left out. That comes out of her. Like they pack an emotional weight that other jobs don't pack. And that's another job just like law enforcement. That should be a priority job, but the funding and the pay and those things aren't there. I I made, I made a statement on the podcast and then I, I actually made a post on Facebook and this has been years back and this will stay with me probably for the rest of my life. Somebody that, I've known my entire life somebody I really like, and um, uh, we're actually distantly related. We're we're we've never been super close friends or anything, but I really like them, and, and have, and they have stopped interacting with me almost completely since I said it's a shame that basketball players in the NBA make more money than teachers and cops. And he took that as a racist statement. That that's not a racist statement, and it, it's not, not that it's not that I don't think. Basketball players shouldn't I? I believe in free market. I, I believe, like, if if LeBron James makes $10 billion a year, I believe that's okay. I'm all for that. I'm all for anybody making. But we, he makes that because people choose to invest that money with him, whether it's buy shoes, buy sneakers, or whatever. If we consciously made the choice as a society to invest that money into, say, education and teachers or into law enforcement. And we can make a big difference in, in our society by making that decision. So it's not me saying that LeBron James is wrong for what LeBron James makes. It's me saying that people collectively are wrong for what LeBron James makes because he is a priority in their life when the education system and the legal system are not. And that's how I meant it. I didn't mean, well, those black people don't deserve them. Because I mean, that's, like, <laughs> this guy knows me. He knows that I, I wouldn't, I don't believe that way. But it was like a personal attack on him, I guess. He doesn't play basketball. He's not African-American, He, you know, but it, it bothered him.
2: Well, what you said was true, though. I mean, you know, you've got teachers, you've got our military that's, that's protecting our country, that's over, you know, in other lands, giving their giving their lives, losing limbs. And they don't make nothing, you know. No. I, well you said I support hundred and ten percent and uh agree with. It.
0: There there's things that we you take and and I mean literally something as crazy as um vacations for Congress. If you take all the perk benefits that Congress gets, if you put them on the same uh because I, I I'm not going to be one of those people sit here and tell you that um, uh, I don't like to call it Obamacare because it's not fair to him, whatever the, they actually call it uh, universal medical care or whatever. You know, I lost my uh, health insurance once that went through, all that did was keep people on government insurance, on government insurance and allow companies a way to get out of providing health insurance. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's fine. But it, you know, if, if you put them on the same, Medical skill is at, and you put their pay compared to days that they work. If you make all that fair, and you take out these perks that they get, and these bonuses, and these vacation days, and this and that, you take that out. You take that money alone from that. You you, you take that in their last two raises. You can feed most of the hungry people in the United States. Yeah. You you, you take what we spend on, you know, say defense, and give one, I think it was one, one hundredth of that would feed most of the people in America. Like it, it's the where we allocate money and how we do it is, is, is really stupid in the United States. And then to not give law enforcement any money and expect them to be the best of us. That, that's, you know, like I, I'm not defending bad cops. And that's the problem. I get that you defend, like we're making bad cops what what yeah, else would you are. what else would you get you know what i mean like you you did it because it was something you felt compelled to do and to do correctly not everybody does it that way some people don't like how they were treated in different aspects of their life and they need some authority and you need to be able to weed those people out but it's hard to increase the requirements when you're asking people to put their life on the line for a little bit more than minimum actually to, right. to to be a deputy in this county, I think it's a dollar over minimum wage uh, it wasn't uh, one it, it wasn't one time because it was eight it, something actually, an hour
2: yeah, well, I hit actually more than that, but to talk about the- you know in the county you're talking about the county I, I was born in, you know that's where I spent most of my career at, and I was blessed enough to work at the sheriff's office, and I made good money there. But I was talking to a deputy that is getting ready to retire that's in that county. And me and him were talking a few months ago. And I'm like, hey, what do you get paid? And he told me, and it was 50 cents more on the hour than it was 20 years ago when I yeah. was there. That was it. I could see that. And I'm like, you're kidding. He's like, no. Now, it is over $10 an hour. Uh, it's between 10 and $15 an hour. Uh, but, you know, To to make that 20 years ago, and him making that today with only 50% right, that's not right. You know, I mean, there's, I mean, and I probably shouldn't say this, but my son has started a law enforcement uh, career in the county I'm currently in. And, you know, he is just starting out, and I wish with everything in me that he would do something else. But he wants to do this. And he has got, you know, he, he has got in uh, some situations, you know, not by himself but with other that he's talked to me about. You know, I mean, he just I, – I wish he would do something else, but I know that he will know how to treat people because basically, you know, for the last two years, you know, he, he's worked with me at the department I retired from, you know, as a safety officer, and he saw how I interact people, how I handle situations, and in every situation that I was on that he came as backup Where you know, I was the only officer there, he always, every single time, had my back, and there was times that, you know, he didn't think I was listening or paying attention to him, but I was hearing him talking to people, and, you know, he looks 15 years old, but he's not, and he hates it when I tell him that, but the things that he would tell people, are things that, you know, a seasoned police officer would do. And I'm very proud of, you know, but I wish he would do something
0: else. I, d- I don't, you know, I don't really blame him. It's a, it's a very dangerous occupation. It, it's not like, it's, it's what I wanted to do for a while, and I'm, I, I was not cut out for it, and I'm glad that it didn't work out for me. But I, I definitely could, could see you feeling that way.
1: Well, I mean, you know, everybody wants to follow in their hero's footsteps. Well,
2: thank you very much, you know. Uh that, that really means a lot to me what you said there, Bowen. Uh you know, but it and I keep telling them I'm like, but it's not the same world that it was when I started, you know, you can't you know, the the term break leather means that's when you have to pull your handgun out of, of or your duty weapon out of your host. In the last four years that I worked I did that more times in the last four years than I did in 22 years. Uh, probably, honestly, in, in 22 years I may have did that four times. The last four years that I worked, I probably did that 12 times. I mean, so it so it's triple, you know. And you know, you just you just don't know anymore. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I mean, you know, my hat's off to the good police officers, Um, the ones that, I mean, and honestly, too, you know, what you said, Justin, to add on to this, and Bolin, I want your thoughts on this. You know, you asked how we could get people to be police officers for a little bit more minimum wage and put their life on the line, but look at how they're getting talked about, you know, all over the place. Who would want to be a police officer, you know? Honestly, and this is my this is my thought process, and you can agree you can disagree that's fine. we can still be friends <clears throat> the way uh especially since George floyd you've got good people that may have been interested in law enforcement that are doing something else you've got people in my opinion that are mentally unstable that are a sworn police officer in some state. Now, back in back in the day, if you had someone like that, they would usually mess up or work their way out within 2 to 3 years. It's not like that now. These people go tens of years, maybe a whole career of doing the wrong thing and you know, but honestly, I mean think about the landscape of the world and who would really want to do that in a, anybody in their right mind why would they want to do that what's your thoughts on that <clears throat>
0: You're, you're always gonna, uh, go ahead go ahead just you're ahead. always going to have people that feel like your son that feel the need to do something right but on the other hand you're going to have people who just want you know control and to feel power and and that's more conducive to those people.
1: That's the same thing I thought as well. What about you,
2: Bubba? What do you think?
1: I just think, unfortunately, there are police officers who use the badge as a weapon. And, and I think you're right. that, that, is, that is more of what gets told. To, uh, it than, you know, someone who does do the right thing for 26 years and starts posting TikTok videos. Uh, you, you get more hate for that rather than your 26 years of good service. And your 26 years of good service is why you have absolutely no problem getting on there and posting stuff like that because you are doing it to... I mean that that could possibly be a way that we retrain and train new police officers by using maybe we can use TikTok for good, right? Right. You, you got to start somewhere, though. I mean, yeah. clearly, you know? clearly yeah. there has to be even better mental evaluations. Um, you know, something has to be done because you know it's not it's broke now,
2: so. Yeah. Well, I think that every cop in the United States needs to have a body camera. They need to know how to work that. They need to know how to upload. They need to know how to, uh, let's say, for instance, you know, Bolin. let's say you had a kid and your kid was a teenager and they got involved in something with other teenagers. And, and you made a public uh, records request to get a copy of that that officer or somebody at the police department needs to know how to give you that footage and redact any other juveniles information like their social security number or birthday. There's a police department in Georgia that didn't redact that, that just sent out everything. They're in a, they're in a, in a jam right now. I mean, but they should be. At a, at a, at a, at
1: average police station then, how many people in that? Police station would know how to do that.
2: Well, I mean, you could even take a small one-man department, which you have a lot of those in our state, in other states. They need to know how to do it, or somebody in that city needs to know how to do it. Now, if, and 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 this is my thoughts, I, and I really think this will change things. Like I said, every police officer in the United States has to have a body cam. If they arrest somebody, And there is no body camera footage, unless it is like a heinous felony, which is kidnapping, murder, something like that. Anything other than that. If there is no body cam footage, charges dismissed. Person goes free. I think until you do that, you're going to keep having the same stuff over and over. And, you know, I've I've never said this comment publicly. But... You know, Justin, you were talking about the officer involved in the George Floyd stuff, you know, and I had saw the other video. Now, I can't say what I would have done if I was in that situation. Well, all right, let me rephrase that. I can't say what that officer would have done if those people weren't there. I know what I would have done. I wouldn't have got on his neck in the first place. But I think the reason he never got off of his neck is because all the people yelling at him, telling him not to. It was a pissing contest. He wanted to be like, I don't have to listen to you. You know, it was the ego thing. Yeah. You know, and I honestly think that that's why he stayed there. If those people hadn't kept yelling, I think he probably would have got up.
0: Well, yeah, but still, like, that's that makes it even that makes it even worse.
2: Yeah, yeah. But now, and and again, I mean, I I I honestly go that's true. Just by his actions, the expression on his face, he was one of these ego guys that didn't like yeah. to be told what to do you know and and that's why he stayed there
0: well, you know to to me, not showing that other footage the the footage doesn't make what he done- what the cop done right uh-uh. the 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 footage maybe helps you understand why these other cops are like. So aggressive on this guy, the guy with his knee on his throat. Right. I don't, they did nothing wrong by shoving him to the ground. They did nothing wrong by detaining him because he obviously did fight. It's the knee on the throat that. Why I I just I yeah. can't understand that. But to me, even though that other footage, it's it's not, you know, releasing them of anything or saying <laughs> that they're right when it's hidden like that and you don't see it, then that's. That's doing the same thing that you're accusing the other side of doing. You know, if you're saying, well, they won't show the, the brutality of the cops on a on a you know, when they've got footage. Okay. Right. Well, then show all of your footage. Because again, it doesn't yep. make a difference in how wrong it was, but it makes a difference that the news had decided this is our narrative, and we cannot, even though this doesn't change the facts, even allow this little bit to be in there because it might taint the narrative. And, and to me, that's that's the issue. It's that the George Floyd thing, it wasn't a murder issue. It wasn't a cop thing. It was a ratings thing, and that's what it became. And not, the problem is when it becomes that, it also gets tried as that and, and treated as that way in society and, and in court and everywhere as a ratings thing, not as something that happened to a person who died, you know. And and then you find out, you know, like him and this cop knew each other, you know, and, and so is their personal stuff there. I mean if they worked together, you know, I, I don't know. It it, it that, that one's a weird yeah. that one's a weird case.
2: Yeah, yeah. There you know, yeah, there there's a lot of question marks there and questions that have never been answered that probably never will be answered. No. Sadly,
1: you're probably right. Um, I've got a question for you guys. How how close do you think we are realistically now? This is I'm being serious here. How close are we to seeing our first RoboCup?
2: Well, you've already got it in California. The dog? The, uh, well, the uh, uh, robot, you know, they, they have a robot that can go in and, no, this one's not a dog. This one's humanoid.
1: oh i didn't know that yeah yeah
2: yeah. i i uh, I don't know a lot about it but i read about it about a month or so ago uh they were actually testing it in hogan's alley and what hogan's alley is you guys know what that is that's just like a little nes game yeah Mm -hmm. well and that's basically what it's like you know it is a real life like uh little city where cops train at where they you know shoot the firearms in certain situations and and this and that you know uh, but they, they were tested one about a month ago. There was a company, I think from Japan that had made it and LAPD is testing it and looking at it and so forth. Hmm. Well, so to determined... answer your question, I would say maybe three years away.
1: <laughs> the, are they going to be able to talk? Uh,
2: well, the robot will have an intercom. So the police will be able to talk through the robot, basically. Hmm. Like if you had a hostage situation or a barricade situation, the robot would go up, you know, the humanoid robot and the SWAT commander or whoever would be able to talk to people inside. So,
0: yeah. But and I look at it like this, there's more money in fornication. So as soon as we have fully functional uh, self-pleasure robots, then they'll they'll be a cop robot. That will come first.
2: How many uh no.
1: when do you
2: think that will
1: how, that'll how be? many soon I hope <laughs>
2: uh, about five years <laughs> away. how many uh real dolls do you think uh Copeland has
0: none none I think he's got lots of little boys, I don't think he has any real dolls I don't think he have you seen,
1: do have I? you seen his
0: eyes his eyes <laughs> oh yeah. the devil. It's, the devil's eyes. You all. Let get, me ask you this:
1: Who's
0: giving this motherfucker money? <laughs> that's what I was about to ask. It's like, can somebody explain to me how these guys? Like, yeah, but the, I understand the fear aspect of to a certain degree. But the amount of money these people make—I mean, look—at least people look at Billy. Uh, was it? Um, billy joe farnsworth they look at billy joe and they go okay this guy's a fraud you know he's he's barely making it. he's in and out of jail you know he's not but when you look at somebody like copeland what they're saying is not that different and copeland's making billions of dollars a year tax-free Ta- yeah <laughs> tax-free and then what's the one uh the one that looks like the uh the really weird the younger one that wouldn't let people in at the flood there in texas or whatever. oh yeah
2: yeah, yeah, I
0: know who you're talking um, about. Um, because, I mean he spins he he what he spends puts what's his name, shame. But I mean Copeland shame. Like then this guy's got he's got three jets for everyone that Copeland's got. Osteen, Joel Osteen.
2: Yep, that's
0: it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like that's it, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing to me that in twenty twenty three I'm not saying that people shouldn't believe that or have that religion. To me, I would think that people like Copeland would have no place left. In, that, that, that religion would have matured so much that there would be no, no place left. You know. But then I guess I say that and then I look at the Catholics. They still dress like wizard and sc- wizards and screw kids, and they're worth more money than most countries.
1: It's just, uh, you know, I've always said, and I always
0: will, religion is a, is a cult. Well, it, it it is. I mean, it's set up to be. I think religion is, and I think that's, you know, and, and I've heard, you know, do say things similar. I think faith is, is a completely different thing, but I don't think there's any money in faith. But religion, there's a lot of money in. And, and you know, to me faith is a beautiful thing whereas religion is a it's a scary thing i mean because iran would blow us off the face of the earth over religion now granted we'd we'd blow them off the face of the earth for oil i can understand greed like i can it doesn't make it better don't get me wrong it doesn't make it right
1: we, we would do it for oil but we would say it was in the name of god
0: yeah that that's probably true i mean but You know, it, it, I don't think that one's better than the other, but you know, I, I I was always really interested in religion and I have never seen that ugly side of the Muslim religion of Islam in in their writings. Like, I really, it's not, it's not a, it's an Abrahamic religion. It's the same God as, as Judaism and Christianity. Uh, the, the, the difference is, uh, Islamic faith recognizes Christ only as a prophet and the Jewish faith doesn't recognize him at all. And, and you know, it, 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 it's odd to me that they the level of hatred they can have for us. And I I've always said to me that the most important thing about the United States is the separation of church and state. And I believe it for that reason because you look at how fanatical we can get as a country. But we stay pretty well divided. And and that may be a good thing. Maybe that's something that we don't realize is a good thing because if we all united under one religion with the mentality that we have and the leadership that we have, we'd be blowing planets off the face of the earth every other day of the week. If they didn't believe in the same thing that we believed in. So maybe that's maybe that's a you know, a blessing in disguise, I guess you could say. But you know that that's iran's a country completely run religiously one that you know wasn't that way until we destroyed it but still it's it's a scary thing and if they ever found them a copeland because i don't think uh what do they call their leader over there um he's got a religious name i can't remember what it's, it's not a told yeah he's no copeland yeah he I mean, he know you know i know hundred thousand dollar watches and million dollar planes he's he's not if they had a copeland they had a copeland we we I'm really just, should bring him
1: out i'm here to meet one person who's give him money it's kind of like uh you know uh, the same uh kind of idea of i don't know anybody that's voted for mitch mcconnell
0: I I do. I wish I didn't, but I do. I definitely do. But you you know, I think Goose is right. I think it's it's older people, scared people. But but also, you know, I wonder if it's not rich people because that's a really good place to launder money. You think about you think about that. Like I never Mm -hmm. thought about that till just now, but it's tax free.
2: Oh, I thought about that before.
0: I might need to start hanging out with Billy Joe Armstrong or whatever. His name. Well, Billy Joe Farnsworth. I think
2: Billy Joe Farnsworth needs and uh, happy uh, belated birthday, Billy Joe. Uh, I understand, you know. Billy Joe needs a TikTok. He could get his word out if he had a TikTok.
0: I, I'm I'm afraid I'm afraid of people like him getting their word out.
2: Well, he, I really think his TikTok would skyrocket, don't you, Bowler?
0: I don't think he can stay out of jail <clears throat> enough. I
1: still, I still want to extend the invitation for a sit down with Billy Joe.
0: He had reached out to be on Talk Junkie, and I, I really had zero interest. But I think he'd be perfect uh, to sit down and talk. <laughs> sit down and talk with Bolin, uh, and we record it, and I can put it on Talk Junkie. I'm fine with that. Uh, let let Bolin have a have a shot at him, because I don't think he's a troll as much as he's just. Uh, Crook. I think I don't think he's traveling like like does. I think he's just a crook.
1: I don't know. I'd just like to sit down and talk to him sometime. I know that.
0: I think I I think he would do it. Because he likes attention? You know, obviously.
1: I mean, I I just got a I got a few que, uh, a few spiritual questions for him. You know.
2: Well, all right, all right. What about this, uh, Justin? If you can get him, if you can get him on Bowlin set up. What about we have a debate and each of each of uh billy joe and bowling right questions send them to me i will not tell what the other person wrote and i will moderate the uh debate on talk john
0: if i don't have to deal with him i'm fine with it <laughs> i think it's uh, uh, you guys record it send it to me and i'll put it up i just i i have of knows and you know i have a certain distaste for these type of people and i just don't want to have to deal with them if you guys want to deal with him i think it's an excellent idea huh. Bola, what do Hi, you think
2: if,
1: if you guys can get him maybe be I, I think he's still in prison but if you can get him let's let's set it up because i don't oh, know like he's I it, I, he's out he got just a few spiritual questions
0: for him he's he's definitely out because i signed up for that uh mail and letter deal or what is it called um yeah the email thing where they send out all the updates and stuff he's definitely out they they got him on racketeering and tax evasion i believe but he he got out
1: mm-hmm. that don't surprise me the system fails sometimes <laughs>
0: yes, it does. Uh, look i thank you guys so much for coming on here and now people won't have to complain and gripe because. uh I don't have other people on with me, and they don't like to listen Nail, to my voice.
2: Now they're complaining. Grab! Don't have those guys behind me.
0: Oh no, no, no! I, I always, I always get good response when when I have when I have guests I on, just, especially uh, guests I, of this quality.
1: I hope the the good listeners of Talk junkie knows that you scraped the bottom of the barrel on this end, getting <laughs>
0: this, this on here. No, I I, I think I, I done uh-huh. very very well
1: i have to say though um i am finally glad to be on here and again i'm very 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 sorry for making you emotional on episode 179
0: i, I told you privately what happened and it was a sphincter related problem and, <laughs> and nothing oh uh, how about this oh i bet it was uh, let's it uh, was. since i'm going to do the retro cult stuff on talk junkie we'll call it retro junkie uh, I do want to do an episode about old school wrestling, which is what we were supposed to talk about today. It's what I told you last last night we talked about. But
1: I was I, I was just slapped. getting ready to say, ironically, you turned a wrestling podcast <laughs> into a, a regular podcast. It's well, the I wanted
0: to flip it because every time I get on Spooky Family, I bring up wrestling, and <laughs> Elliot says his fans hate wrestling. So every time I'm on, uh, here's a bubblegum, I try to mention it at least once for Elliot. You know, something you know, else did, unrelated.
1: I'm very, I'm very disappointed in my spooky family for not doing the Christmas tournament. <laughs> um, uh,
0: um,
1: I had a very, a very, I, I had someone to enter into the tournament that would have won it all.
0: Well, save Was the they, ideal. Uh, and and if worse come to worse, if they don't do it next year, we'll have them on here and we'll do it with them. The, I, they apparently really liked the idea because I'd heard them mention it, but. You know, they're as bad as me sometimes. Like they've got three people they gotta try to work a schedule out for. I just gotta do mine and I'm lazy. But I do think now that I've got you guys on here, I can hold you to it and we can do uh we can do a wrestling podcast. You'll have to do just one episode with me. It's all you gotta do. And and I would love to. Uh, hey, as
1: long as we can re- keep recording at five AM in the morning, I'll be here next <laughs> week, brother. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, normally I'm I'm already gone to work by five, but I'm off this week. So I, I was able to I was able to pull it off. <clears throat> you
1: might
0: as well just quit again. I'd like to. I really would I don't like work. It's not good for you. It's it's bad for you. I used to believe all the time it was good for you, but it's not. Uh Goose, what are your TikToks?
2: Uh, let's see, uh, the original one, you know, I was just here to chew bubblegum, uh, then I have, uh, Goose from, uh, HTCBG, you know, and then I have Goose from HTCBG 2 and, uh, Static and Noise, 1776, and then on YouTube, Static and Noise, 1776. Right. And uh, it's really funny how I come up with that name, uh, because I posted a video uh, where this cop arrested this man for basically stopping to help. Now some people I seen that saying, "No, we didn't." Yeah, yeah and now the guy, he, of- the
0: guy didn't just didn't want to give him his name, but he was literally there to make yeah. sure that guy didn't get run over.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, and you know the cop, and I even did a few follow up videos uh, explaining. How the cop could have got his information, what he could have put in a report by not getting his name, and, you know, and, and, and so forth. And the hate that I got for that, for that first video. Now, when I put the first video up, because that's like a three part video, um, I said Illinois, and I did that to, you know, on purpose. You know, I didn't say Illinois. I said Illinois. And people went crazy because I pronounced it wrong. So, you know, they were like sending me messages like, you're stupid. You can't even say it right. I'm like, no. I said it that way because what this officer was doing was static and noise. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, hmm, that might be a good name for a backup account or a YouTube page. So that's how I come up with it.
0: So, I like that yeah. a lot. I do. But now I do say Illinois. Cause I'm from North County, and I don't give a shit, so I talk. <laughs> and definitely, everybody check out Here to Chew Bubblegum. That uh, Thank you it's the greatest much. podcast in the world. Uh, And you, um, my beautiful and wonderful friend who made me cry on the last episode, of Bowling Cox. I'm Yo, glad that you joined thanks us. Thanks
1: for having me. Finally, <laughs> so glad to be on here, man. I'm- I'm
0: trying to trying days, to blame man. this trying to blame this on me, but uh, you've been asked numerous times, and you, I don't want to come on there. I might mess up and say a bad word. That's usually your excuse, which is really just, oh, your show's kind of oh, well,
2: I, mean, I
1: don't want to do like it. Like I said, I, I, I practiced all day today. i uh, I don't think I cussed one time
0: on here. I did. If you did, right. I didn't hear it. You did very very good. I'm very very pleased. You uh, you nobody nobody you listens. Nobody listens anymore. So you can cuss. It you doesn't cuss. matter.
1: It's a motherfucking miracle.
0: I know that. <laughs> See, there you go. Did you not listen to the one Dirty damn was on? Lord have mercy. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. And I thought, well, you know, nobody will pick. People will complain about anything. And the one oh. word, the one word I thought they'd really go off on him for on that, they didn't. All my complaints come from us calling, what's her name a Karen, basically, and making like it was her fault. It's pretty well documented. Everything she done wrong was her fault. But this is somebody that knew those people personally. So, you right. know, he had a right to say, this is what I seen and this is how I felt. But dropping the C word is what I thought was going to get the most complaints. and it ain't got a couple, but nothing like us taking up for a man over a woman. That that got a lot more. Um, <clears throat> this, I guess if you're hearing this, you'll be hearing this on New Year's Eve. Uh, hopefully the New Year's Eve playlist episode will be out. If you're looking at my episodes online you're looking at and you see an episode a two-part episode you can't listen to an apple you see it on anchor and stuff the uh the playlist ones are only available on anchor you can only if you've got anchor you get the whole song when you listen to the playlist ones. if you don't it, you get like a 30 second clip it's basically like a really bad radio show just talking about my favorite music because that's you know goose used to do radio that's uh i always wanted my own tv show and i always wanted my own radio show and so uh this these two things kind of give me that uh opportunity to do those two things but there is a new there's a deftones one up uh for the um playlist one and then the regular episodes still be available everywhere so uh don't suck and don't die and be good to people and all that good stuff